0: But then, even with fire like that, we were so happy everybody was okay. But it's like, you can kiss that other stuff goodbye. <laughs> Welcome to Snapshot. Today's episode comes from Bonnie Van Natter, a resident whose house burned down 10 years ago. Well, it was Good Friday weekend and all of my three children, all twelve of my grandchildren, my husband and I were all at home. And uh, it was ten o'clock in the morning and the boys were very excited and busy getting the four wheelers ready to go out on the gas wheel roads and four wheeling. And um, I was real busy in the kitchen. trying to get the dishes done for the day, you know. And uh, in my kitchen, you can look out the kitchen window, and you can see into the garage. Um, it was the L-shape. Leslie built a garage on himself. And uh, I heard Leslie say, Tim, fire! And Timothy grabbed the fire hose right under the window where I was at, the water hose. And um, when he sprayed, it went What had happened is, whenever I turned the dishwasher on in my kitchen, um, there was gas fumes in the garage, and that's where the natural gas hot water heater was at, and it caused the fire, and um, our car was in the garage, and Leslie, he had started to get in the car, but the fire was so hot and so fast, when he got a hold of the handle of the car it was too hot for him and I am still. by this time I had <clears throat> whenever I saw the swish from the water hose thing um I had run out to the big open doors for the garage because it's ready to push the four wheelers out and things and um I just panicked standing there screaming for Leslie don't try to get in the car because I was afraid if he did that he wouldn't get out you know mm-hmm because it was that hot. Well, my daughter Renee, she was the one that had a lot of sense about her uh, hollering through the house fire for the kids to get out, and she had one of her daughters the oldest one was in the shower and she takes time to slip on some clothes and wrap her hair in a turban and the other one's dead in the bed and uh, she thought well what an odd way for mother to try to get me up she never hollered fire <laughs> before you know <laughs> and so we all got out safe and sound but Julie little Kobe he was just three days old and she was back in one of the bedrooms and whenever she heard her holler the fire like that She passed my daughter-in-law, Rachel, up in this hallway for a mobile home, not very wide, you know, passed her up, went right on out, and didn't even stop till she got on the other side of Misty's trailer, and she said, Mom, I guess I was going to the creek (laughs) with this new baby. All of us got out, nobody was hurt, and the boys kept asking me, what did I want out of my house, you know, that they thought they could. But I'd seen so many movies where people go in and then the rafters fall or whatever and track, and I was just hysterical. <laughs> I don't want anything out of that house. Don't nobody go in that house, you know. <laughs> um, um, but when you have a family like that, there's somebody that can keep a level head and as everything's, uh, it was a brick home, and I swear it's just like an infernal thing that everything was burning so fast and um, one of the children said, well, what about dad's medicine? I mean, these guys, they didn't even have their billfolds in their pockets because they were going in the woods. So everything, <laughs> you got a lot of things to remember, you know, getting them replaced, your driver's license, and things you have to have. And But someone said, oh, dad doesn't have any medicine, you know. So that meant me and somebody had to go down to the VA hospital to get prescriptions for him. And they said, while we were gone, like the fire started about 10 o'clock that morning, about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Leslie had a gun shelf, like six-gun cabinet, and in the bottom of that he had a lot of shells, you know, for deer hunting, things like that. And those things started going off like firecrackers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, oh, besides the fear of, you know, like the fire and everything, it's like, oh, God, somebody's level to get shot, you know. It, it was. I was gone for that part of the excitement, but just to think about it, it makes the chills go all over you. Know. Yes, I know you will let me down. So let's just push on through. The only thing we got was the cedar chest that we had brought from the coal camp, Holden Twenty Two. We moved down here in 1949, and in that cedar chest, I had some pictures. That's the only thing we got out of the house because, like I said, we were panicky. Um, you better not go in because it was bad. My son and son-in-law was the ones that was able to carry that thing out. But uh, no, we didn't get anything out. Like I said, we didn't even get Bill, billfolds, purses. In. And before dark that day, the neighbors Had come in with bags of clothes because they knew there was like seventeen of us and twelve of them were children. um, For you know to because they around here like whenever you see the fire truck go, people will follow the fire truck or wonder where it's going to. You know, see if they can help with anything or whatever. And so the word spreads real fast that it's a total loss. You know, we happened to have insurance. We learned a lot from the experiences. Hey, you better make sure you check your insurances and see if you have like um, replacement cost instead of just dwelling and fixtures inside because <laughs> we found out real fast that you don't get nearly what you thought you had the coverage till you experience it. But we're all safe and sound and we've survived the fire and the neighbors were good. And the churches around here, especially the Church of Christ and the little uh, Baptist church below my house gave what they call love offerings. And um, it really put thankfulness in my heart. It's like, oh, my gosh, people really do the best that they can when things like that happen. You know, they're there for you. And just the love that you could feel. It was its wonderful to live on Big Ugly and... Um, A lot of the people have watched me grow up, but I've watched a lot of the people grow up. (laughs) You know, the kids that I used to have in a one-room grade school are now grandpas, and it's like, what? (laughs) How the years fly by that... uh... The kids that all had Easter dresses and baskets and things, you know, it's Easter weekend, they'd come in from North Carolina and from Maryland. And we were just all so excited about Easter and being together and celebrating. And uh, But then, even with the fire like that, we were so happy everybody was okay. But it's like, you can kiss that other stuff goodbye. <laughs> so, so let's just push on through.